welcome back, nerds, to the Game of Nerds podcast, where there's no shame in having an unhealthy obsession with the fandom. I'm your host, Shannon, and on this episode, we're talking all about the long-running Australian soap opera show, Neighbors. Joining me from across the pond is the queen of Neighbors and the one who keeps everyone in the loop on what's going down on Ramsey Street each week, our very own Lindsay. Hello. How are you today? Yeah, pretty good, thank you. Are you anything new and exciting going on with you? new and exciting in lockdown no not really but <laughs> um uh, what what have I been doing this week so I've been watching on the BBC there was a Danish crime drama called The Investigation which I binged in about two and a half days it was really really oh good my gosh. yeah it was so good but really into those murder mysteries yeah. and all that kind of stuff you did the ted bundy on uh, the game of nerds yeah. you got me totally hooked on that series my husband did not appreciate it um at all but i thoroughly enjoyed it and now i'm telling him i think it's night stalker is the new it's netflix one really good it's really good yeah it's kind okay. of rough but it's good it's rough, rough as in like towards american horror story rough just like gore wise no it's not too gory they do show a few crime scene photos with bits blurred out but it like it's not it it's you know it's it's not a nice story yeah no no i understand that my husband won't watch it if it's too like american horror story gore he goes they just take it too far i can't i can't oh, handle that no no it's i mean it's just a lot of mainly it's interviews and sort of documentary footage and stuff it's, it's good though oh. um, but the the danish one is um that's also about a re it was a drama but it was about a real case and yeah it was, it's worth a watch but also i've been watching loads of um rupaul's drag race which is polar <laughs> <laughs> but that's awesome because you know we have melissa who just joined the staff who has been covering a lot of this stuff and it's been introducing me to that whole world and i am just amazed and blown away by the talent like yeah. that's cosplay to a whole nother level yeah well my, my best mate's been watching it for years and she's been trying to get me into it and then we've just started watching it so we phone each other because she lives in london so we haven't seen each other for ages because of the pandemic so we phone each other and go like one, two, three and press play. And then we text each other while it's on. So we sort of like live tweet yeah. each other. A lot of people have been doing that though yeah. via the pandemic. And I think actually a few apps have actually came out of the pandemic to allow you to simultaneously watch with your friends, whatever you guys want to binge watch together. Um, you got to do what you got to do since we all can't gather on the couch together, right? Yeah, exactly. Uh, well, speaking of the also things we are binging, is there anything that has really you've been binging for the last few months, or something you may have bought really nerdy? Well, that's my nerdy Disney Lego that I've been doing. I bought <laughs> I bought the, the big like Disney wall art of uh, Mickey Mouse, so I'm doing that bit by bit. Now, how far are you? Because I did talk to you when you started this project. Yeah. So how far are you I've now? I've done eight out of the nine squares on Mickey. Oh, awesome. Yeah, but so I, you're almost done. There's Minnie as well. Minnie. <laughs> well, at least with lockdown, you have some time yeah. to finish them. Do you, do you know where you're going to put them once they're done? In in my bedroom somewhere, because they're red, black and white. And that's what the, the color scheme is in here. Well, I am sad to report that there's nothing new on my front. I'm still waiting on the new Bluey episodes and haven't had much time to dive into a new series after the Bridgerton Insanity, which is probably a good thing because I have a feeling after this discussion I'm going to need some time to watch Neighbors. You are what I like to refer to as the Queen of Neighbors. I have never, ever heard of Neighbors 
until you walked through the doors of Game of Nerds in 2017. We cover so much here at the Game of Nerds content-wise and fandom-wise that our top five search terms and fandoms are constantly changing with what is popular or what's coming out. Nope, not Neighbors. Ever since 2017, I can guarantee that Neighbors will be one of our top five fandoms each month. That absolutely amazes me. And after years of researching, I've come to realize that we are one of the only places that really covers Neighbors. You've basically created this home for Neighbors and its fans. Well, yeah, I guess there's, there is, like on Digital Spy, they do stuff on soaps. And so they, they write about the latest storylines and things. Um, and there are a couple of Neighbors podcasts. Um, but yeah, I don't suppose there are that many people just taking the mickey out of neighbors like i do <laughs> each week you give us the roundup of what's going down on ramsey street and make it relatable to other fans you make it easily digestible and fans love how you make this series easy for them to keep up with especially if they don't have time to watch every episode and to say there's a lot of episode is an understatement this series started in 1985 which makes it older than me yeah so i'm as old as dust and I've been watching it since about 88, I guess, maybe. It's been on here since 1986. Holy crap. And in Australia, 1985, yeah. That's amazing. 36 so think, years, that'll be this year. Yeah. Y yeah, most of my life. <laughs> I've been watching it most of my life. Actually, it might have been a bit later than 88. I can't remember exactly. It was late 80s. And how did you get into it? It was just—it was just a phenomenon in the UK. It in the late eighties, early nineties, it was just huge. Everyone used to watch it. It was like um, it was on dinner time. So you came home from school, you did your homework, you watched your kids' programs, and then Neighbours was on, and then you had your dinner. So it was like a family so, show, or was, was it specifically geared towards, or is geared towards kids, or at soap opera? I always think of like General Hospital, those big kind of things. Yeah. Like they just in, intended it to be a soap opera, but the original, well, not the original cast, but like one of the early sort of um, iterations of the cast had quite like a foursome of young teenagers. And it was that sort of era where it really took off and, and everyone just was mad about those four. And when two of them got married, Scott and Charlene, it was like one of those things that everyone watched. Every, everyone's talking about Scott and Charlene's wedding <laughs> so I remember actually I was at Brownies that night um like girls yep. and we didn't we didn't have a VCR so Lord. I I was just distraught because I was gonna miss Scott and Charlene's wedding and I was just beside myself and my friend's mom said she would tape it for Aww. me so I the next night I went round to my friend's house they'd all seen it already so they weren't bothered so they just sat me in their living room on my own <laughs> just sat there and watched it. <laughs> now, see, I was joking on our last podcast with Megan Carla, you know, the kids got it easy nowadays, you know, like I remember watching Dawson's Creek and like calling up my girlfriends in between the commercial episodes and then be like, oh, wait, 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 it's back on. I'll talk to you later. Bye, bye, bye. And, you know, like the like the phone's still attached to the wall kind of days. Um, <laughs> so I, I understand I mean, the VCR, like that's a huge thing. <laughs> Yeah, if you missed telly in those days, that was it. It was just gone forever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> you were at the mercy of the TV guide as it rolled around in circles and circles, <laughs> waiting to know when it aired next, right? Yeah. Exactly. I'm sure a lot has changed since that faithful night at Brownies. The series originally started with three families and their lives on Ramsey Street. How has the series evolved over the years? Well, that's still the, the, they still have family groups. That's the main part of the cast. So it's set on a street um, and it's a real street, which you can visit in Melbourne. Um, they film the interiors in a studio, but all the exterior shots are filmed in this real street and it's real houses where people really live. That's so cool. Yeah. <laughs> so, and I, one of the things I really regret is I went to Australia and we were in Melbourne and we just we didn't get time to go. And I'm so good. Oh, that I didn't go. I'm going to have one day I'm going to go back. I'm, it, Bucket list. Yeah. It was just one of those things that we kept saying we were going to do it and then we just ran out of time. So the, the whole drama drama is all sort of centered around the street and each house is a different family group or sometimes it's just the random odd bods that they need to put somewhere so they all end up living together yeah <laughs> um, so yeah it, I mean some the Robinsons are one of the main families that were originally in it and there's still one Robinson in it um but everyone else has sort of moved on oh what the Clarks actually the Clarks were one of their first families and Des has just come back into it for a little while um he, who was he was one of the very first characters well you always would tell me um you know neighbors was always set for us on TGO and a weekly thing but then you would tell me some weeks Shannon this is a very important episode this character came back you don't understand <laughs> but I understand a character coming back in any series is a big deal and you would tell me no we haven't seen this character in x amount of years I'm and I would, it once again, blow my mind, like, holy crap, how long has this yes. show been so on? Recent, like, oh, I say recently, it's, it's probably a couple of years now. They brought a character back who we thought had died. And we hadn't seen her since the, I want to say the 90s, her D. So she got married yeah. to Toadie, who's one of the longest running characters. On After their wedding, their car plummeted off of a cliff. And she was never <laughs> how I, drama builds. All you saw was her hair like waving out of the window as it plunged into the sea, and then oh, <laughs> and oh then my. she they never found her. So we just she D was dead, and then she came back because people come back from the dead. If they were... <laughs> well, because they left it so open ended, like you didn't see her actually die. I guess that was their plot yeah. hole, you know, like, oh, here you go. She didn't really die. She walked away unscathed or crawled and out, you know, the birding wreckage. Not only that, she had amnesia, which is also common on neighbors. Like, there's a bit of an amnesia cluster in Erinsborough. Like, everyone's had amnesia. <laughs> and um, But also, she had an evil twin. So she came back twice, basically. The same actress played both characters. With characters dying off and coming back and the series being on for 30 years, it's safe to say that a lot of actors have come on the series. Some of them we might even recognize from Hollywood. Can you talk about yeah. some of them? Yes. So when I was talking about the original, well, not original, but like the, the four teenage characters that were really, really nice. Yeah. So one of them was Kylie Minogue. Um Oh my gosh. Yeah. One of them was Guy Pierce. Okay. So, I mean, he's he has been in so many films. Like, he's been in LA Confidential, and I, you know, I can't even name all the films that he's been in, but he's still Mike from Neighbors to me. That's, he will always be Mike, Mike from Neighbors. 
And that's kind of like, uh, we just watched the SNL episode with John Krasinski and everyone's like, no, you're Jim from the office. <laughs> like there are just some characters where you're just like, sorry, dude, that's yeah. who you are. Like for forever yeah, and ever. will never be anything but Mike from Neighbours. But um, so Russell Crowe was in it. I don't remember. Oh long, my long time ago. Well, yeah. Long time ago. Um, okay. So Margot Robbie, she was in it for quite a while and she was great. She was a teenage character called Donna Friedman who was sort of ditzy and a bit a bit crazy and she she wants to be a fashion designer and she designed she had this whole storyline where she designed this garment called a shrugalero that was a cross between a shrug and a valero. <laughs> Do you think this launched some of their guys some of these people's careers you know I'm sure yeah because it's a grueling schedule for them they film like uh, you know it's five episodes a week for now they run they run all all year they used to take a break but at the moment they're they're running all the time so it's you know it's a really punishing schedule so there's not a lot of time for to correct things if you if they go wrong so you've really just got to nail it and so I think it's a really good place for young actors to learn Uh, Liam Hemsworth was in it for a while No way! Yes. Remember that, um, that he had an accident and he was paralysed. Um, so he was he he wasn't in it for a long time. Like he wasn't sort of main cast. He never made it into the titles, but he was a recurring character for for a while. Um, Jordan Patrick Smith, who was just in Lovecraft Lovecraft Country, was he, yeah he yeah was in it. Um, and Jesse Spencer, who was in House. He yeah. So oh, he wow. was he was sort of the next generation of teenage characters that were really really popular after sort of the Guy Pierce era. There was another okay. group later on that was really really popular, and he was part of. He was Billy Kennedy, and his soap parents are still in it. Um, but he disappeared okay. off to Queensland and never returned, which happens a lot. <laughs> I think they. <laughs> amnesia and running off into the middle of queensland as soon as people leave um melbourne they never come back again (laughs) like they never come back for weddings or funerals they just disappear now for a lot of these characters are they on for like a season are they on for like a week you know a couple episodes and then they disappear out into the wind because now you make it sound like these like characters die off every week and nobody cares like peace out see you we'll replace you really they do they have a regular cast and the regular cast can stick around for years so like um Paul Robinson, yeah. who's played by Stephen Dennis, he was he was the in the very original cast. He was in the very first episode, but he hasn't been in it continuously. He left for a bit and then he came back. Um, so I mean, he must have done 20, between twenty and thirty years on on it. Um, and like the Kennedys, as I was just saying, they've been on it for since the nineties. Um, so there are you regular Toady as well, Toadfish. He's he's he was in in the nineties. He had this incredible mullet, which um, he doesn't have anymore. <laughs> I feel like mullets are so you know underutilized because my daughter is rocking one right now. Um, it's you know you got to rock it. It's a good I mean, hairstyle. Awful. I will, I'll I'll say that even in the nineties, it was pretty awful. Joe it Dirt was, style, like, curly and shaved up here. Okay. Really oh long. dear lord! It was bad. Um, so, so yeah, he's been in it for years and years and years. But then you have you have people that are in it for 
you know a year or two and then they go or you have like they have to bring in incidental characters that just come in to move the storylines along so they come in and out and they never they're not really regular cast but they just sort of come in cause trouble and then leave or whatever now are fans pretty consistent like are or is there a wide variety of like fans do you like do you have the people who are been religious and watch it all the time and then there's people who are like yeah now this story doesn't fit me i'm not gonna watch neighbors oh you brought somebody back all right i'll jump back in the hole definitely people that dip in and out because it is the sort of thing that you can miss it for a few weeks and then come back or even a few years come back and within three or four episodes you've sort of caught on to oh i see what's happening you know this person's doing that so it's not it isn't something that i think people do dip in and out but i've been watching it pretty much my my whole life (laughs) and I think there are a lot of people that have (laughs) been watching it because it's not as popular now as it used to be it's really waned in terms of popularity and it's still more popular here than it is in Australia for whatever reason it's sort of pushed away on some minor channel in Australia um, but here it's on one of the major channels Um, but but what does make it a popular series? I what what is pulling in all these fans? I mean, some you for thirty five years you've been going. You had someone is funding this and saying, yeah, everyone likes this, so we're going to continue to do it. What is it that makes it so I can't appealing speak for everybody? But for me, I enjoy the fact that it's it's escapism. Even when it's not sunny in Australia, it's always sunny on Neighbours. So the poor cast is sometimes shivering in their bikinis by the swimming pool. But that's the sort of vibe of the, it's the sunny Australian suburban. It's, you know, and and that's always nice when it's raining and it's cold and it's dark. And, and, you know, you just have that little bit of half hour of escapism. But I think the main thing that I like is they strike such a good balance between tackling quite heavy proper soap opera drama storylines but also they really don't take themselves too seriously and they have a there's a lot of humor and a lot of just plain ridiculous storylines and they they're quite tongue-in-cheek and quite they know that it's silly (laughs) and and I really enjoy that because you know some of the British soaps here they're so depressing and it's all doom and gloom and people shouting at each other. And you know, yeah. And that's what I never liked about General Hospital and all the all my children, all those like because my grandma watched those. And so when it when you first said, Oh, it's an Australian soap opera, I thought, okay, like all my children, General Hospital, like that's that's not that popular. But then once you started writing and I saw how many people were interacting and how every like people were emailing me saying oh my gosh nobody else covers this we really appreciate it. it's nice to see somebody else's view I was just like oh my gosh this is not a quote-unquote soap opera this is something else so here, here's my next question if you could compare it to something else what would be a better comparison because obviously it's not a quote-unquote soap I, opera so hard to it's just so hard to compare it to anything because I think that is the beauty of it that I, I don't I don't honestly think that there is anything that's quite like it because yes it's a soap opera it's it's your your half hour relationship drama and you know the usual fare of soap operas and and I mean just for example at the moment they're doing a storyline on one of the characters who's got in over his head with gambling and is in thousands of dollars of debt and 
he's just lost his, his house. Well, it's not actually his house, but he, he lost a house and uh, to gambling. Yeah. But then on the other hand, there's two characters organising a lip sync battle. So <laughs> it's just... And uh, yeah, yeah. It, you have that running alongside each other. And I can't think of that many shows where you get that lightness as well as the proper yeah the realness that's a good match like that's a good mashup like you're right you can't really compare it to to anything when you explain it to to me that way you have something serious that's going on that's also relatable but also you have this absolutely ridiculous other storyline going on where you are laughing your ass off because you're like oh yeah they balance each other out (laughs) like a few weeks ago one of the characters was trying to win back his girlfriend who'd split up with him and he dressed as a gnome because she really loves gnomes. And and then there was a kerfuffle between him and his partner's grandson and the grandson ended up getting burnt on a barbecue in a, in some sort of weird gnome stroke barbecue accident. Where else do you find that? Where is that on the TV other than on Neighbours? No. <laughs> no. The last time I saw gnomes was on Bluey a couple weeks ago. Um, the episode was that dad, um, they were doing the freeze game where the wa- or the magic xylophone turns you into a statue. And um, he t- calls Bluey a gnome and he's going to go put him <laughs> in the yard. Um, so, yeah, you're right. There's very little gnomage out there. Coverage and you, get, you do occasionally get that on Neighbours. The same character who loves gnomes thought that her son had been um, reincarnated as a pigeon for a while as well. <laughs> <laughs> what? Where did they find these people? <laughs> it's just, it's so bonkers now, sometimes. It's so funny. That it is so relatable to the fans. And I'm sure over the years they've covered a lot of topics that are hard hitting and, you know, uh, you know, talk to different communities and different stations in life and whatnot. But you also have the ridiculousness and the absurdity of the show as well. So you're right. It's a great balance. And I guess that's the equation that's made them last for so long. Because, yeah, they've always done the comedy storylines all the way through it. I think they lean into it a bit more these days because I think that they realize that the people that have been around for a long time really enjoy that aspect of it. Yeah. And then we need it right now. I think they're catering to their community and they know that, hey, this isn't normal times here. Let's give a little cheer um, if we can work and do the thing we love to do. Because um, that's usually why these people do it is because they love yeah. doing what they and do and having a community it, that backs this, them. At the moment, they just well, they've decided that there is no pandemic in, in Neighbours. So you have you have seen little hints at it like they've started to use hand sanitizer when they go into the cafe and things and there was some posters up at the hospital about coronavirus but they there's no quarantine and there's no there's yeah yeah. it's escapism they're trying to escape even that you know like i talk about it on tgl we don't do any of those politics or anything don't bring it to the table because we're trying to escape we don't want to talk about that i just decided let's just stay away from that and everything's normal That's awesome. Well, to say it's just a series is one thing. It you were telling me that this has like a cult following almost. Um, there isn't just a show. There's a book series. There's games. 
Um, how far does this rabbit well, hole go? There's not a whole lot of stuff now. There used to be, like when it was in its heyday back in the sort of 80s and 90s, there was a board game. There was a, which I have, there was a video, was a video game. <laughs> um, there was loads of annuals and books and things like that. Um, there was a book series that was um, sort of the episodes written in novel form. And then there's also a few books that were prequels. So it was about the characters before Neighbours started, which I'm currently reading yeah. with a friend of mine who's who's very into nostalgic Neighbours. And we've been reading the prequel books a page at a time by... Um, <laughs> A page a day by he sends me a photo of yeah. the page and then we dissect it <laughs> and they're really <laughs> terrible you have the best friends i wish i'm so glad we are friends because this is the level of happiness i need in my life somebody to send me a page a day and here tell me your thoughts <laughs> it's like the highlight of my day <laughs> neighbors also happens in real life you were telling me there's events they're big on social media. Like how does, I know pandemic aside, um, you know, they aren't doing a lot right now, but pre uh, yeah, so COVID. They used to, back in the day, they used to do neighbors nights, mainly for British backpackers in Australia. So they would get two or three members of the cast to come along. Everyone would come up. There was usually a quiz. You get to meet them and have photos and that sort of thing. And they would do that. They used to do it, I think it was once a month in Sydney and then every week in Melbourne or every other week in Melbourne. I don't think they do that anymore, but they were planning, and I had tickets for it, a live evening in London. So they were flying a load of the cast over. It was supposed to be March last year and it got postponed and then it got postponed again. So it, it will happen at some point, yeah. but it it was like an evening with neighbours and they were going to fly a load of alumni past and present over and have a whole sort of evening going on. But there's also, there's a huge um, quantity of people online with nothing better to do who live tweet it or there's <laughs> loads of Facebook groups. There's there's a couple where people, there's like the art of neighbours and there's one called Un Unmissable Doodles where people draw like silly little scenes that should have been on neighbors or things that are inspired. like that's awesome they're all, like they're pretty terribly drawn but in a really adorable way and yeah they so it's it's fan kind fiction of, yeah, drawing yeah. but mainly it's taking the mickey out of things and making fun of characters for being stupid or whatever but the community online i mean i'm sure because of the pandemic are leaning on each other a lot more what is bringing all of these communities together? Because, you know, you see some other fandoms where there's not a huge headcount in those groups for certain fandoms. But when you Google or put into Facebook neighbors, all the neighbors groups are freaking huge. I, I, do you know, I think one of the reasons is it's one of those programs that when you say that you watch neighbors, most people will go, is that still on? Because most people remember it being really famous back in the day and it's sort of fallen off their radar a little bit. It's gone a little bit cult because there's so much more choice these days. You know, back in the day, we yeah. only had four channels when it when it first started. So yeah. that's one of the reasons why it was so popular because we only had... Oh, yeah, that was, was all that, that was all that was on. So 
these days, I think what I'm trying to say is I don't know that many people in real life who I'm friends with in, you know, face to face who watch it. But so and I think that's the case with a lot of people. But if you if you're picking a person from here and a person from here and a person from here all together on Facebook, you get the numbers, you know. It's not the sort of yeah. thing that I can go to work yeah. and say, oh, did you see the neighbours last night? Because no one watches it in, in my office. But that's so cool to see that many people come from all over the world who really love neighbours as much as you do. It has to mean that there's also a lot of different walks of life and communities that the, C- the series is probably catering to, like the LGBT community and people of yeah. colour. Yeah, there, there are a lot of gay fans and... Neighbours has done quite a lot in the last few years. I mean, most soaps used to be a bit white and a bit straight. And, you know, everyone looked a certain way. And they've made real sort of, they've really made strides. There's still work to be done, but they've made a lot of headway into making it more inclusive. So they've had, they've got a, a gay couple who their wedding was the first ever gay wedding to be on Australian TV. That's so cool. Yeah, and um, they have a trans character who's played by a trans actress who <clears throat> has had a lot of input into the storyline so that it was authentic. Um, they've got um, a, a lesbian character, a bisexual character. Um, wow. So they, they've also tried to bring in some more people of colour as well to, to make it less white because it did used to be just everyone was white. Yeah. Um, so they have a, a, a an Indian Australian family, and there's um, they had twins in it who were Japanese Australian. One one of them's left, but one of them's still in it. So it's like people don't all look the same anymore, which is really good. And I, I've also heard he hasn't joined the cast yet in the UK because we're slightly behind Australia at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's going to be a, a deaf actor with a hear you know the cochlear implant. Yeah. Who's, joining the cast as well wow yeah I I just think it's really great because you know you you need some diversity and representation and it it never used to especially in soap operas you know and uh, I don't want to badmouth the other Australian soap soap opera but they all there's another soap opera called Home and Away that's Australian oh really okay yeah it's more has it been on as long as no not quite it's very long running and I used to watch it as well. I sort of gave up because I didn't really have the time anymore. But the cast of Neighbours is far more inclusive and diverse than the cast of Home and Away. They all look like models a lot of the time, apart from a couple of the characters. Um, well, that obviously, once again, we talked about the equation of why it's been running so long. The the realism and being able to relate to these characters and the situations and what's going on, the stories. Um, I think that's what makes them so unique and why, you know, it makes me question, okay, where do I jump in? Like, so here's my question. If you're new to neighbors, where do you start? Oh, you've got to go all the way back to the beginning to 1988 and watch 8,000 episodes. No, um, <laughs> it's, it's honestly one of those things where, you could just start watching it. And for the first couple of episodes, you're going to be a bit lost because you're going to be thinking, hang on, who's that person? How are they related to that person? Why do they live together? But after a week, you, you'll you be fine and you, you'll be hooked. I used to watch it when I went home to visit my family and my mum never watched. Well, she yeah, she didn't watch it unless I was there. And then I'd just see her sort of going, 
Who's that? Wasn't he doing that last time you were here? <laughs> you know, I she... love that. <laughs> she was involved, but she didn't want to act like she was involved. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she was secretly involved. Yeah, That's how my one eye. <laughs> it's it's funny how moms, you know, recognize all these kind of things, these shows, because my mom always knew what was going on at Dawson's Creek, even though I was like, how did you know you didn't watch the episode? She goes, I didn't have to know. I just listened to your tears, you know, like, obviously, Macy <laughs> and Joey broke up this week. And I'm sorry for you. <laughs> that, That's the thing with Neighbors is like, I, I cry at Neighbors and I laugh at Neighbors. And, you know, there's not that many shows that can make me belly laugh and then shed a few tears. But, I, you know, that sounds really corny. But, yeah, I do cry at Neighbours. <laughs> but that's awesome. And if you – so it's on the BBC. How do uh, – do Neighbors, you know how – It's, it's oh. Channel 5. Yeah, it's oh, not it's – It used five. to be – it used to be BBC. And then BBC dropped it and it went to Channel 5. So, yeah, it's Channel 5. Um, I think it's on Channel 10 in Australia. Okay. So I think, I don't know, you can watch it on My5 um, online here. I don't know whether you can watch that in other countries, but people do watch it in other countries, so there must be a way. Surprisingly enough, it is easy to watch Neighbours in every country but the United States. After much, much searching and looking the only way to watch Neighbors is through Tubi, a free subscription service. That's T-U-B-I-T-V.com. They only have 25 episodes usually, but that'll get you started. I love this. I just, the whole Neighbors conversation, once again, just amazes me because from a business perspective and seeing the back end of TGO and to see something so consistent. Like I can count on neighbors being in the top five every single time. I can count on these articles usually getting just, you, you get all the comments you get. This is, it just amazes me that there's so many people that are, you know, into this fandom that I knew nothing about until 2017 when you walked through the door. I just think it's one of those things that if you like it, you love it. So it, you know, if you if you're a neighbors fan, you're a neighbors fan. So I think you're either yeah. in it or you're not. Yeah, I absolutely think that that's it. Yeah. Well, this is awesome, Lindsay. How do we how do we find you? How do we stalk you? What's going on with you? Um. Well, I don't. I I'm on Twitter and Instagram. I'm Squeaky the Pin on both. All one word on Instagram, but with underscores either side of the on Twitter. Um, I don't really, I don't tweet that much about neighbours. Um, so if you want to hear my wafflings on neighbours, you've got to come to the Game of Nerds. But <laughs> my Instagram's mostly me sewing and looking at graveyards and my tortoises. So if you're not into that, then I'm sorry. Uh, you are very crafty with some scissors. I have seen some of your cosplay and dress work. Like you are so talented and crafty. I wish I had your skills because I've seen some of the dresses you make. They're gorgeous. It stops me eating cake. That's all. It stops me from putting, if I'm sewing something with my hands, I can't eat cake at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I do it. I, <laughs> I can't eat cake. I'm too busy working. 
Lindsay, thank you so much for joining me on this episode of the Game of Nerds podcast. You can find all of her neighbor's content as well as the latest nerd news, reviews, and recommendations from video games, books, movies, television, cosplay, and more at thegameofnerds.com. We can also be found on all major social media like Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Tumblr, and YouTube as The Game of Nerds. Don't forget to subscribe to us on your favorite podcasting platform so you don't miss out on any of the latest episodes. Remember, when you play the game of nerds, you either level up or respawn.